ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 16 years from today, Greg Gerstner will finally land the perfect cannonball. Epic Splash. Unsuspecting friends. A work of art only possible because Greg is already meeting all these same people at AARP volunteer and community events that keep him active and involved and help make sure his happiness lives as long as he does. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org local. Welcome into the Golf Channel podcast presented by Top Golf. I'm your host, Will Gray, and we have a, a very special edition of the podcast today because in the wake of the PGA Championship, Tiger Woods' stock is at an all-time high. Second place finish, 26th in the world. Everything is coming up rosy for Tiger Woods. And so we wanted to talk to the person that knows him better than perhaps anyone else in the world of golf. I am very pleased to be joined by Golf Channel's Tiger Tracker. TT, thank you very much for joining us. I know it was a big week for you. Hopefully you've recovered from the chaos at Bell Reve, but thanks for joining us and uh, look forward to a chat here. Uh, I appreciate you having me here. It's Mr. TT. I'm a little bit nervous. Uh, I don't do, don't do well around others um, who actually sort of quasi know who I am, but let's, uh, let's get this on and see where it takes us. Well, for someone who, who makes a living hiding in plain sight uh, along the rope lines and in the, the various galleries, let's start with last week because those were some of the biggest galleries that we saw all year long. St. Louis came out to party at Bell Reve, and, and it was a great theater. Tiger very nearly got it done, which I assume would have resulted in you just keeling over on the 72nd green and, and just being carried off along with the Wanamaker Trophy, but what were your initial thoughts or maybe your top memory from looping 72 holes of T-Dub last week? Well, first of all, I had this tweet sort of off to the side, ready to hit the, hit the button at any moment, announcing my retirement. If it would have happened, if Tiger would have won, I, I think I might have had to just announce my retirement and just right off into the sunset because I'm just not sure it would have got any better than that. First of all, St. Louis, props to St. Louis, the crowds were nuts um it was swampy it was nasty it was sweaty see tiger wood shirts in the 80 that he wore all week um i only had to change my pants about five times a day um about as many times as he changed his shirt but it was it was terrific it was madness but it was respectful i'll give him you know uh, i'll give him some credit but that first it, it's still it's easy to look at that final result and be so happy and so excited about how sunday went but I've had nightmares the last couple nights about that double bogey start to be three over there after those first two holes. That just couldn't have happened. And what, what if that did not happen? I can't stop thinking about it. As good as Sunday was, I can't stop thinking about Thursday. Wait, your what if is about Thursday. It's not about the drive on 17 into the hazard. It's not about the, the putt on 11 that looked like it was going to fall in and make a Bridgestone ad like you had a Nike ad from the Masters. But it, it, you're going back to Thursday with your thing that's keeping you up at night. Yes. 
Uh, look, I never thought the tee shot at 17 was going to find the fairway, right? And first of all, let's get this straight. I am, some people sort of bag on me for being a tiger hater at times. I'm a tiger tracker, all right? Yes, I'm more of a lover than a hater of Tiger Woods, but I'm a tracker. I call it like I see it. I see what he does. If he's not playing well, I say he's not playing well. If he's playing great, then I say he's playing great, all right? So let's get that, let's just get that off to the side. I'm a tracker. More of a lover than a hater, but I am a tracker. I never thought that ball was going to find the fairway on 17. I just, I, I just didn't think it was going to happen. I, you know, you've got trouble right, you've got people left. I didn't know where it was going, but I knew where it was not going, and I knew it was not going in the fairway at 17. Look, it was a good run. Kepka was doing his thing behind. The people were crazy. The masses were going ape. You know what? I just, I just didn't think it was going to hit the fairway on 17, and it didn't. Listen, you call it like you see it. That's why uh, the people flock to the account. It's understandable. Understandable. You've got people on both sides thinking that you're either too easy or too hard on the man himself. But, I mean, looking back at this entire year, you think back to where Tiger started in December at the Hero World Challenge, even all the way through. You go back just a couple months ago, Tiger's missing the cut at Shinnecock, and everyone's writing him off. Did you ever think that you would be in a position like you were last week at Belle Reve, like you were at Carnoustie, where you're tracking Tiger down the stretch Sunday at a major, and he really legitimately has a chance to win a 15th major? Honestly, no. Look, I was in the Bahamas, and look, I was, I was at the President's Cup, you know, just a little over a year ago where the, the dude was being shoehorned out of golf carts, all right? I mean, just couldn't, just couldn't move, couldn't walk really that well, didn't know if he was ever going to play, wouldn't commit one way or another. So to be where we are right now, and, and this is all stuff that he said all year, but to be there at the Bahamas, which, by the way, I had 142,000 followers on the Monday of the Bahamas, uh, and as we speak now, 296,000, so more than double in just that short span, that shows you sort of what he's been able to do, what we've been able to do together. Let's be honest about that. Um, I just didn't. I just didn't envision the guy playing this much golf and playing well at this much golf. I didn't think he was going to play the Bridgestone. Um, never imagined that he would qualify for the FedEx Cup playoffs, let alone basically the entire thing. I mean, he's he's got a, he's pretty much got one foot out of East Lake right now already. So no, I mean, walking off, and I think you would agree with this too. I mean, walking off after 36 holes at Shinnecock Hills, he looked like an old man. He looked like he was beaten down. He had looked like he had had enough. And at that point, I just thought, look, I didn't, I didn't think there were health issues. I I, he just looked like he was old and tired and just not able to do. Did Tiger Woods at that point ever look for a second that week like he would be able to hang with Brooks Kapka? The answer is absolutely no. And over the next two months, he did more than hang with the guy. Um, had a chance to win two of the last two majors, and it's just been, it's been incredible. Certainly a year of highs, more highs than lows. You had a few rough patches there. You think back to the Genesis Open where he also missed the cut, but there have been way more where he's been in the thick of it. You go back to TPC Sawgrass, that ball in the water on 17 that might have might have changed some things, but it has been a year of achievement. Looking back, I know there were some dark days for you. Last year, the year before, you're sitting on your couch, you're doing thumb exercises, you're wondering, kind of like the AAA ball player, am I ever going to get called back up to the big leagues? Am I ever going to need to put my credential back on the line again. Was there a time during that recovery period, maybe post-fusion, that you thought we would never see a day like this? Yes, there were many. 
and um, and look, don't listen to this podcast and then go back and find my tweets and 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 hold my tweets against me. All right, look, I, I say what I say at the time. You're asking me questions, I'm going to answer. Maybe I haven't been totally open and honest with the Twitter followers and all this stuff, but yes, there were many times where I just I just didn't think I wasn't sure he was going to play in majors, right? I I'm not sure wasn't sure he was going to be able to qualify for the 2019 U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Like I wasn't sure of of any of this. And that's kind of why I do what I do. That's why there are so many followers. That's why I'm wildly successful, uh, despite nobody knowing who I am or my identity. I just, I just, and I don't think he did either, you know, and, and, and he sort of said that he just didn't know this is all, all new stuff to him. So to go from just sort of just laying down and not being able to get out of bed to, uh, being a couple holes away from winning a major wearing red and black on Sunday, and stalking that golf course and having a legitimate chance to win the last two majors of the year with nine holes remaining is about to make me cry thinking about it again right now, and I am not an, an emotional man. I was going to say, going back to, to Sunday, keeping in mind, you know, we've got a, a hot microphone here. There might be children listening. When you see Tiger walking through the parking lot in the red and black with the shades on, with the backwards hat on Sunday, looking like he is going to tear through a wall. What's your initial reaction? Uh, goosebumps on goosebumps on goosebumps. But then I kind of, it was, it was super cool. But then I was like, dude, you're still, you're still 42 years old and the father of two. I thought, I kind of thought it might've, might've been a little much. Like it was, it was cool. And it got the Twitter sphere going, uh, going nuts. And it was kind of a fun uh, moment to cool walk up music, if you will. Uh, but then when I sat back and thought about it, I'm like, man, this this dude, yeah, he's Tiger Woods, but he's still the father of two, and he's in his 40s, and he's might not win this golf tournament. But it was it was a cool way to start the day. All right, I got a couple curveball questions here since yeah. I, I want to get through my list while I have you here. You don't get that many opportunities to talk with the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, what's your relationship with Joey LaCava? Give me give me a JoJo <laughs> diagnosis. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I get some winks and nods and um, acknowledgement, more from him than I do from Tiger. And I'm look, I'm totally fine with that. I know, I know it gets to Tiger. Tiger knows who I am. He knows what I do. He's he's acknowledged me in press conferences before. I kind of get it. Uh, he knows the game. He knows what it's all about. But Joey, I get some some nudges, some taps, uh, some winks uh, on the first tee. I think he kind of is able to uh, look around and see where I am from time to time. So he, he gets it. He's a cool dude. We're, we're good. Not to spill the recipe for the, for the secret sauce of Tiger Tracker, but give me what's one important equipment piece maybe that, that helps you gain an edge. There's a lot of people out there trying to emulate what you do. There's a lot of people out there trying to find out who you are, snap a picture, things like that during each round. What's one piece of equipment maybe you lean on? That is a, that's a good one. And you know what's funny is that the number of times that I get comments for people asking me how I'm able to have a battery in my phone, it's like, dude, that's what I do. Like I'm, I need to, my number one job, I mean, it's like putting on my pants. That's the number one job. The second job is to make sure that I have enough uh, battery to get me five, six, seven hours even. Uh, to track through post-game, pre-game, the entire thing. So it's a couple phones, uh, at least two. We'll not confirm whether there are more than two. Um, 
uh, if there was an over under at two and a half, it would be a you'd you'd have a you'd have a tough decision, and then multiple extra chargers. So there's just I I am never ever ever in jeopardy. Have never been close to running out. Um, it's it hasn't ever happened, and it's not ever going to happen. I take that seriously. You got to prep for for the job at, at hand, and that's one that uh, apparently certainly you do. All right, let's look forward. You are going to be a busy guy. I'm glad we had a chance to sit down this week, as this is about. The last time that uh, you're going to have a few days off because now Tiger has already committed to the first two playoff events. Looks like he's going to play BMW. And then you look further down the line, it seems like he's going to be, well, he's going to be at the Ryder Cup one way or another. I think you and I both realize that's going to be as a player, not as a vice captain. What are your thoughts on the next couple of weeks? And then we'll turn our attention to Paris. Um, I would like to see him have an extra week off. I was a little surprised that he committed uh, basically to the Northern Trust. Uh, and then Dell, Dell Technologies this the next week so soon. He doesn't commit to anything soon, and that he committed to both those first two events so quickly is a little bit of a surprise. It also sort of tells me that, not that he didn't expect to play so well at the PGA, but if he had known how high his standing was in the FedEx Cup and where he was, maybe he wouldn't have committed because it would do him some good to take an extra week off. But he's got one, one week off, and he's going to have to play uh, three tough ones before he takes a week off before that last stretch. So I'm excited about it. I still would like to see him have just a little bit more rest. We, he's played a lot of golf here in this last month and is going to have to play a lot more coming up. Certainly it's going to be a big stretch coming up, but I think the, the major season is done and everyone kind of sheds a tear for that, but we still have a, a huge event on the docket with the Ryder Cup. And let's, let's live in a world where we just assume Jim Furyk is going to add Tiger as a pick he's going to shift him from from a guy with an earpiece to a guy with a, a bag of 14 clubs and he's going to put him on the roster that'd be the first time in six years tiger make the Ryder cup team you know we're going back to the the start of your world here a little bit but what are your your thoughts on this Ryder cup and tiger's role potentially on this team uh, don't say potentially like it's uh, i thought he was on the team before tiger ever hit a shot at bell reef I thought that was a done deal. I thought what happened at Carnoustie was enough to put Tiger Woods on that team. And um, it's, not even a, it's not even a question now. In fact, I think Jim Furyk would have to answer more questions if Tiger Woods is not on that team. He did enough. He earned his spot. Remember, his point standing is basically for everything that he did on this year because he did nothing, relatively nothing, last year. Um, so he deserves his spot on this team. He will be a player. He's probably going to be paired with Bryson DeChambeau would be my guess. But I still, I'm not sure you put him out in alternate shot. I think you want to put him out in the, uh, where he can play his own ball the entire time, get in the groove, uh, make five or six birdies in a round, uh, walk out of there with a couple points, heading into singles, and let him do his thing. Also, you know, he'll make the Europeans nervous. He doesn't, ha he's not, doesn't have that same order that he had back in the day. But Tiger Woods on a golf course wearing red, red white, and blue is intimidating no, no matter how old he is. Kind of breaking some news here, sneaking in that Bryson DeChambeau pick uh, under under the radar here. We'll see if that comes to play. But I, I wanted to ask about the course specifically. We talked about you clearly. You're calling it like you see it with 17 at Bell Reeve. Snipe the drive. We've seen him have a few other issues off the tee earlier this year. Le Golf National, a lot of trouble yeah. left, right, in between. Do you feel like this is a course that could give him trouble, or do you think that he's maybe going to rise to the occasion? Well, he's got a little bit of time to sort that driver up, but it hasn't, it hasn't happened now. Um, you know, it, 
This it does make me nervous. Uh, irons off tees. What do you, what do you think? You all, we all for irons irons off tees. Um, that's again though why I think he can't be in the alternate shot format. I think if he's able to play his own ball, hit whatever he wants to off the tee, go find it and you know and throw it up there on the green again. The the pro shots and the iron shots are not not the problem. We saw that all around Bell Reeve. That's not the issue. It is the driver. So again, if he's playing his own ball at the Ryder Cup, I, I don't really have any concerns. Uh, would not put him in an alternate shot. Who, as Tiger Tracker, do you most want to track on Sunday singles? You want to see Tiger matched up with Rory. I think Rory, um, and Rory's been a disappointment too. I mean, I don't know what uh, what Rory Tracker would have to to say about that, but he's been a been a huge disappointment this year. I know people are going to be looking at wanting Rory versus Reed, you know, or even maybe Rory versus Spieth, but Rory's still in name recognition and for, for so many reasons is the top dog in Europe. And absolutely, I think I want Tiger Woods and, and Rory McIlroy. I don't want them going off first. I want them in their sixth, seventh, eighth in a spot that's going to matter with, uh, with the Ryder Cup on the line. That's what I want to have happen. We shall see. You never know. It's going to be a few weeks away. We're going to be here before you know it. Now, I want to turn our attention back to tournament golf because you talk all the time, Tiger wins a tournament, I'm going to change my avatar. You just said a few minutes ago you might have retired if he had won the PGA Championship and added a 15th major, but do you feel right now Tiger's stock is about as high as it's been in a while? Do you feel like that avatar change is around the corner, maybe even during these playoffs? I feel like it's around the corner. There was a time not that long ago, June, <laughs> mid-June after uh, leaving, oh, say, Long Island, um, that I was not, that I, that I was sure that that, that, that avatar was going to stay the same until Twitter runs out of business, which is probably never. And that, that made me nervous. Do I think we're closer than ever? Absolutely I do. And yeah, I'm a prisoner of the moment. That's what I do. That's what sort of what we, what we all do. We, you know, I tracked Tiger and, and I, I saw all that and I think it's coming. I'm not sure about these playoffs. Maybe Boston, um, you know, that's that's kind of a place. Uh, maybe the BMW. Hey, look, man, he's had plenty of success at East Lake uh, as well. Uh, and then after that, probably expect him to shut it down after the Ryder Cup a little bit. But let's say yes, I would. Not shocked. I would be disappointed if the avatar is not different before we get to Augusta National next April. How about that? Yeah. Can you live with that? I like it. That's a declaration. That's a line in the sand. We can work with that for sure. Uh, listen, you you have not been shy about leaning on the block button from time to time. Things get a little dicey. The responses start to come in. The mentions get flooded. What is your message? If there are people listening right now who have been blocked by you, what do you have to say to them? I fully think there are people out there that I've blocked four or five times that have just created account after account after account after account and continue to be idiots and have continued to be blocked, I think. No proof, not surprised if that's the case. Look, it's really not that hard. I don't even mind the haters so much, but it's just, I mean, there are just some nasty people out there, man. There are some, just some just rude, nasty people. Just no no, no cussing. I'm not a holier-than-thou guy. I'm not, not trying to be snooty or uppity or anything, but just no need to, to be calling, calling names or anything. And then where I really get a little a little sort of turned off is this whole jinx thing. You know, you, you talk about, man, he's gone, he, he's hit every every green, each of the last five greens. This is terrific. This is beautiful golf. 
and then he misses the next, and it's my fault. I, I get that sometimes people are playing, but after a while, man, it just gets old. You get, I pinned a tweet after uh, Tiger made a birdie on Sunday, and he made a bogey on the next hole, and people were just hammering, unpin the tweet, unpin the tweet, you're a jerk, you're an idiot, unpin the tweet. You've got to be kidding me. So it's my fault that he made a bogey, but I'm not the reason why he made all the previous birdies. I get it. I get that's what's out there on social media. I get that's the wor world we live on. But after a while, dude, it gets exhausting. And so after a while, I get pretty trigger happy. And a lot of those jinx people uh, just had to be sent to the curb. Is there a favorite GIF in the Tiger Tracker arsenal? One that you, you're just ready, the, the thumb is hovering over the send button. You're like, all right, let's go. Let's go with it. There are several. There's the Chris Farley, that was awesome. Anytime uh, he does something awesome, which is often. And I also like uh, the Tiger Woods mug on top of Vince McMahon when he comes strutting into the ring down there like the big man with the, you know what, uh, like ready to roll, like I own this place. Those two are there and then anything that I can fit in with the Simpsons is, is usually pretty cool. There you go. You gotta gotta have a few that, that you like to lean on. That certainly uh, makes sense. Let's look back at, at the year 2018. What's the best free meal that you ate while tracking Tiger Woods? <laughs> I've not had a free meal at the Woods Jupiter, frankly, which uh, which bums me out a little bit. I think we can safely. Um, we can safely say it was not a Carnoustie. Yes, call me the ugly American. I don't really care. Um, took a deep a couple nights uh, in Long Island, but that was kind of a, that was over the weekend when there wasn't a whole lot of tracking to do. Um, you know, a couple of those, Bay Hill's always nice. There's, you know, there's not one that, that stands out. There are pl plenty of places that are clear that are not the answer to your question, uh, but there are several, several answers. Last week, St. Louis was really good too, honestly, by the way. Well, uh, let's look a little bit ahead. I know that you like to schedule a few weeks, if not a couple months out when you can, but uh, you're a Vegas guy, and Tiger is going to be messing with your Thanksgiving plans this fall. T-dubs, Phil, head-to-head -head match at Shadow Creek. Are you backing your guy? Or are you going to try and move the line, maybe, maybe put, a, put a few bucks on, on Tiger and then come back around on Phil? What's, what's your play here? Well, first, I mean, come on. We're never going to come back around on Phil. I mean, look, Tiger and Phil may have uh, may have found a way to be cordial, but that doesn't mean that I necessarily adopt the same philosophy. So, yes, a Vegas guy. Yes, uh, plans are already made, booked, signed, sealed, delivered. Uh, will be a great week. Tiger Woods will not lose to Phil Mickelson that week. Um, and Phil Mickelson doesn't think he's going to lose to Tiger. I get that. So I do know people enough people to be able to, to slide the line a little bit, but I'm, I'm also in this for the fun. I'm not in this to, uh, to get thrown uh, in jail at all. So um, I'll back my guy, I'll back my guy. Uh, he's my ride or die. That's the way it is. He's gonna win the match. I mean, I, I see him winning three and two. It's been a great year for Tiger, and frankly, for Tiger Tracker in 2018. Let's look real quick to 2019, a stacked set of major venues. We've got, of course, Augusta. Then we're going to the PGA with Beth Page, a place the Tiger has won. We're going to Pebble for the U.S. Open, a place the Tiger has won. And then we're going 
to Portrush in Northern Ireland, which by all accounts is pretty awesome. What is Tiger Tracker most looking forward to among that major rotation? Uh, it's absolutely going, it, it's still, the, the Masters is still, it's still the place. It's still Tiger's playground. Um, and it's the first. Uh, so that's really the one, you know, we're 235, 236, 37 days out. It's close, something around there. Um, but who's counting to the Masters? And it's his, his playground, one four times there. I still think that and the Open are going to be the two majors he has the most, the biggest chance to win over the next three or four years. I know he's won at Pebble. I know he's won at Bethpage Black. He's still going up against just a different, um, just a different type of competition these days. And the U.S. Open just does not fit him very well anymore. And the PGA and Bethpage Black, who knows, uh, you know, won the U.S. Open there. So we'll see how that goes. But it's still, I think it's always and forever going to be Augusta National. Masters is always a, a big week, a special week. I know it's also a difficult week for you. Have you tried to talk to any of the Green Jackets about maybe creating a loophole in the cell phone policy? Are, are we going to see this move down the line here? What, what's your play there? I told you uh, that I would be as open and honest as I could be in this interview. And... Um, and that's what I will continue to do with this question. No, I've not spoke to anybody. Uh, they are aware of what I do and how I do it. And I'm led to believe that they're pleased with what I do and how I do it. And I'm also pretty or I'm also pretty sure that that's not ever gonna change. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I will continue to track him from in inside. Um, and that's the way it is. The rules are different that week. I'm wide open. Uh, with the followers, let them know that I'm inside using as much technology and information as I can to track our guy. And those are the rule, and that's the way it is. During those weeks, you see I try to answer a lot more questions, uh, send out some photos and things like that, and that's the way it's going to be. But we have not had a conversation, nor do I anticipate that happening. Again, got to appreciate the honesty, got to appreciate the candor. All right, let's, let's leave with this. What is the Tiger Tracker message to the believers, the folks that were the rider dies with Tiger when he was on the shelf, the folks that, that saw through the fusion surgery and thought that we might someday get back to the place where we are right now, where Tiger is not only relevant, but inarguably one of the best players in the world. What is TT's message to those folks? Well, the, the message is the same to the lovers and the haters, really. And that's just to like, let's just appreciate, you can be the haters for all you want. You still, you know that you're appreciating what he's doing and in and, and awe of what he's doing just as, as the lovers are. It's just to really, truly just appreciate this, to, to realize that we are seeing the best of all time. The goat is overused, but that's what that applies. Um, that we are watching greatness try to get back to the top. Uh, he's not going to win four more and catch Jack. It's, that's not going to happen. But if he wins 15, the 15th major, or the 80th PGA Tour event, or how great would that be if it was both at the same time, um, it would. we can now have the debate about the greatest comeback in the history of sports. Was it? Is it? Uh, how good is he? Does this push him past Jack for the best of all time? For sure. Just think of all the conversations we can have. But the message is just... Let's enjoy this. We're at a place we never thought we would be. And if you thought you were, this is where we were going to be eight months ago, you're lying. Just, just kind of just chill, check yourself, appreciate where we are, enjoy my tweets, enjoy Tiger's golf, and just see where this takes us. 
I think that's as good a place to leave it off as, uh, as any would be. So Tiger Tracker, this has been a pleasure. I, I'll be open and honest, just as you have been open and honest with me. I very much enjoyed a look into what makes you tick. I look back at what has been a banner year for both you personally, your account, your following, the whole nine yards. Thanks for joining us and, and taking the time out of a busy schedule that's only going to get busier over the next few weeks. You are more than welcome. There you go. Hopefully you can stay hydrated over the next few weeks into the playoffs and uh, maybe sip some French wine in a couple weeks at the Ryder Cup. So, again, this has been a very special podcast with Golf Channel's own Tiger Tracker. I'm your host, Will Gray. Remember, check out the Golf Channel podcast at golfchannel.com slash podcast. You can get us wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Art19, search for Golf Channel podcast. Leave a review if you like the show, maybe if you love the show, even if you just like Tiger Tracker. And I look forward to another installment down the road. Again, this has been the Golf Channel Podcast presented by Top Golf. I'm your host, Will Gray. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.